Welcome again, everybody. Episode number five. Hi, everyone. How are you guys doing? This is uh, Jake Carney. And Megan Harris. Meg- we're so excited. How's it going, Megan? It's going well. It's going well. I can't believe we were just talking before the podcast that we can't believe this is our fifth podcast already. Thank you guys all so much for listening and reviewing us and rating us. We're so excited to be doing this. Yeah, I said it again. I said it last week. But I said it again. We made it. This is it. We can retire now. Five, uh-huh. Episode number five. That's it. We're actually coming to you live from Monte Carlo right now. We've yeah. just totally retired. We just gave it all up and <laughs> said, you know, let's just bring our headphones and our big mixer with us. And just go around the world. That's probably be a cool idea for like a, a movie or a documentary. Uh, We're just I, not interested. Enough. Yeah, I don't have the funding for that. Um, although <laughs> somebody does, we'll do it. We will do it. Send us an email. So Jake, you have, I feel like I'm always sharing about things that are going on with me. So tell me what's been going on with you since last week. Yes. So a couple things, actually. First off, I want to thank everybody for emailing us for the free hat. Yeah, that it's was amaz- awesome. It's amazing once you say free, you know, everybody kind of jumps. And um, we sold, I don't think, I didn't say we sold out of the five, but we... Um, 50. 50. I'm sorry, sold out of 50. Sold out of 50. Uh, we weren't selling anything. They were free. Um, we ran so out. <laughs> we ran out. Uh, so thank you guys for all participating in that. Tons and tons of awesome comments for us. Um, thank you for that. Your hats will be uh, delivered. It takes a while to get these things. Um, three to four weeks is what I've been told. Um, but we have everybody's ad- address and information. So thank you very much. Uh, Colin was so disappointed that we gave away all 50 and he didn't get a hat yet. Oh, he man. still has not stopped talking about wanting the hat since our keys trip. I, I might have one more in the garage. No, don't even worry I might have it. one more in the garage. <laughs> Um, and then we also have other big news too, is, um, we're going to do another giveaway. That's today. right. Um, we a are- really cool one, almost one that makes me want to like create a fake email address <laughs> and send it into you. When he told me we were going to give this away, I actually, for a moment, like a kid got like a little bit jealous. Well, yeah. Megan looked at me and said, wait, are you serious? Um, so we're giving away a Honda Elantra. And, uh, <laughs> or you know, it's what's a, it called? It's a certified pre-owned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's white, I promise. It's in pretty good condition. That's so funny. <laughs> um, we are not. Uh, we are actually giving away a free Berkey water filter. Um, I was so excited about this that I got when I got this in last week. Um, I think I told you guys on the podcast that I was getting it, and it came in the next day, and it's absolutely unbelievable. It's really cool. It almost looks like one of those silver like coffee holders that you would see at a hotel yeah. or something yeah. like it's sort of futuristic it's stainless looking. steel it's, it's really nice it's, it's really nice it's beautiful on the counter it was a fight to put on the counter but i told gino's like look how beautiful this is um, <laughs> it's practically art yeah and it sits right next to the uh the, the coffee maker which is awesome um, but the funny thing was when when megan came in she saw it and was just you know gawking at it and so i actually was, <clears throat> excuse me and this is what i've been doing with everybody that comes in i have to give them a taste test yeah he's actually going to become a salesman for Brady. i am and so i actually you know filled up one you know cup of just tap water and one cup of Berkey water and gave it to Megan and uh, no BS she did say that she liked which one Oh, no, the Berkey water, yeah. so much better. You it, really, really, really can taste the difference, no doubt about it. It's refreshing. It. It's it's softer going down. Um, I actually was doing some just like water testing with my pool test and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the tap water here is actually not that terrible in terms of chlorine, um, but it does have like a little bit, um, uh, it's a bit more acidic than I'd like. And it's, um, you know, the, the Berkey takes, you know, takes care of all of that. Um, I also got the bonus uh fluoride filters for it too so it takes out the fluoride in the water nice. it takes out a ton of you know heavy metals and things that you know your brita and all this other stuff doesn't take out so um further along in the uh, podcast again i'm not gonna tell you when uh, and i'm not gonna tell you how yet but i will tell you an easy way to get a free berkey water filter and this is really awesome because it's actually valued at 250 dollars, and we're gonna ship it to you take care of everything like yeah. that so just keep listening and we'll tell you how somebody's going to win that later on. Yeah, it's cool. And I've also been filling up like everything that could possibly <laughs> take water with it. The pool. Uh, the pool <laughs> the is now you know, filled up with Berkey water. But again, <laughs> as they said, you can literally put your pool water in there and, and filter it out. It's That's crazy. crazy. Um, and people even say you could pee in it. I'm, I'm not, I have not tried that yet. <laughs> Whoever wins it, you have to do that. That's part of the giveaway. Although my dad did come over and he was like, can I pour some of this beer in there to see if it would work? And I think you can, but I guess it just kind of um, decreases the lifespan of the filters. Um, oh. So we did not pour any beer in there. I was going to say yeah. it takes all the fun out of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we will be giving away a Berkey later on in the podcast. So speaking of water, how's this for a transition? You were fishing on oh, Sunday. Oh, very good. Very good segue. Right, right? Very see, how good. see how I'm doing that? Yeah. And you did not send me a picture of this. Because you... we didn't catch any fish. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> we, we, Sorry we to fish, bring that up. We went fishing and not catching. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was so funny. We, I took out some, it was me and two friends that we went out. And it was so funny, as on the way out, it was like one of those perfect days, glassy, just beautiful. Um, I asked one of them, I was like, have you ever seen a water spout? And they said, no, never seen a water spout. 
So we're fishing, and then you kind of see these two massive storms that are coming that are all the way offshore, and we were about three miles off, and it was coming towards us, and so we decided, well, you know what, it's still early, we don't want to call it a day, um, let's just go past it. So let's we, ride into the storm. So we went past it, and so we went, so we were about like three miles out, and then we decided that, you know, to get past it, it was actually a lot farther than what I thought it was, <laughs> so we were actually ended up about 10 miles off. That's really far. <laughs> you can still see the, uh, still see some of the condos, um, but we came around this massive storm, and it, like the, the seas kind of picked up, but I kind of had this good feeling we just need to get on the other side of it. And as we're kind of like approaching this massive storm, like this big cruiser ship comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh my god! <laughs> so we kind of avoid that, and then um, and then we look to the right, and again, I mean, not again, but no BS. There was a there was a water spout right there. It's probably, I mean, it's probably a lot farther than what I thought it was, but uh, you know, I would say within a mile of us, you saw this water spout. So. Like we all kind of three just kind of stopped and looked for a while. And I was like, we should probably get out of here, but this is really cool to look at. <laughs> and then we saw another one right after that. So we saw two water spouts we encountered um, while we were out there. I'm totally picturing uh, that movie based on the book, The Perfect Storm. Yeah. It's like all the fish. I was George Clooney. Yeah. Well, naturally. Yeah, full beard. With all the hair and beard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it was really, it was really cool. And we never felt nervous. We'd always had, you know, everything was in control. And of course, when you're out there, you know, you never know what could happen, but we were all, uh, we were all fine and completely sober too. Um, so we just, uh, decided to come wrap around that storm and start fishing again for, um, and didn't catch anything. I actually, there was a fish that did get on the line and it brought him up to the boat. And as soon as he came to the boat, he went and just spit out the hook and it was, oh, well, did I tell you that when I was at that wedding in Panama City Beach a few weeks ago, they went shark fishing and I was like standing on the shore when they pulled in a, yeah. an eight foot hammerhead shark. It's so crazy. They just drag it in. I mean, yeah. the shark is okay. Obviously, I was so concerned about the poor shark, but the shark was fine. They drag it in. They're allowed to tag them and then they send it back out. But I mean, it's crazy. Well, the most dangerous part like of that, that is when they actually have to put it back in the water because you have to grab yeah. it by the tail and, and walk to, it like, backwards. It, and, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Those things are massive. I've, um, with the same friend that I was out with, we actually went snorkeling. Um, we were only like 12 feet of water and we jump in and this is like our first jump in of the day. And, uh, and you see this massive, just kind of like shadow come and like when you're in the water, you see a shadow come and you're like, Oh God. And, uh, it actually turned out to be from our best estimates. It was a 12, uh, not 12, a 10 foot hammerhead cruised right by us within five feet of us so scary and you want to talk about kind of like we were talking about flow and stuff like that (laughs) nothing goes through your mind at that point because you think like you're going to be like oh my god and you freak out and you just literally just it's cool because you're kind of in the moment you see this just massive thing go beside you and you're like oh my god um it was really cool i love i love that and then we jumped on the boat and like kind of hung out for a little bit i was like you know what else do you want to do and my buddy was like we're not going to see anything close to that cool. Might you know, as well as cool just as pack up and Let's go just home. kind of just, you know, <laughs> go head back in and, you know, hang out. Let's go to the bar. It's so cool how nature is like that. I posted a photo on our Instagram and you can follow us on Instagram if you'd like. It's at the alternative daily. Susan, who we had on our podcast last week, our head content producer. She lives out in New Mexico off the grid uh, with her three daughters and she always posts the most amazing photos. And I posted one last night of a sunset that she has in her area. And it's so funny because I was talking about how it's like literally no filter out there. You don't need any sort of editing. It's just so incredible. And the wildlife that she sees out there. So it's really, really cool how we have such a completely different experience than she does. Her driveway, it takes her 10 minutes to get down her driveway. Really? 10 minutes. And she keeps, she keeps, uh, she, you know, keeps, you know, we talk every day and she's like, you know, why don't you come out? Why don't you come out here? Why don't you go? I was like, because once you land, you then have to take, you know, a three hour car ride <laughs> to your house. And then once you think you're there, you have to take 10 minutes to go down your driveway. It's probably a cool place to go for like a vacation, like a literal retreat to totally unplug. Yeah. This is coming from somebody who lives in South Beach saying this right yeah. now. Too, well, so. I would love to, I would love to unplug. <laughs> um, no, but you know, the pictures she, you know, she shares and just even the stories, like yeah, the different it's you know, animal life that comes up there and it's yeah it's it's awesome it's good for her i i, I could not do it um i'd love to go visit but um you know Certainly a 10 minute it. driveway is uh is, is tough jake doesn't like to go 10 minutes from his house anywhere uh, that, <laughs> his uh, office was five minutes away and we haven't even been there that's in true, forever that's true and, and we no longer have that office oh really yes <laughs> Couldn't take the commute? Um, no, just didn't want to do it. <laughs> um, so the first topic that we actually want to get in today um, is, it's so funny, it kind of came out of nowhere last night. We were talking about what we were going to talk about. and um, I was totally shocked about this. As a disclaimer, yeah. I still almost can't believe it. And I'm just trying to do the math in my head. It's true. Um, I actually, I was saying, you know, I, I thought Megan knew this. And so I was, you know, we were texting back and forth. What, what do you want to talk about? We have these other topic ideas. 
I said, what about, you know, my 50 pound weight loss? And she was so like, casually, he says this. <laughs> she was like, what? I, I literally was like, excuse me, what? Obviously in all capitals with yeah. lots of exclamation points and question marks. Because if you, if, for those of you who don't know Jake, and obviously many of you do not know Jake or have never seen him before, he is not. He does not have the kind of build that you would ever imagine. And as a woman, it's always so frustrating when you see guys like this. My boyfriend is the same way. Just like really long, lean guys. My boyfriend is the kind. It reminds me of those commercials. Have you ever seen those like weight loss commercials, those diet commercials where it's like the cartoon of the man and the woman and the lady's like, my husband and I both decided to go on a diet. So far, he's lost nine pounds. I've gone up two sizes. And it's like men and women lose weight differently. I would never, ever think that you would be yeah. 50 pounds heavier Here, well i do want to show you something it's actually my driver's license which i guess is the pure proof of it because this was taken 10 years ago and you can just kind of just look at <gasps> oh my god yeah. even your neck <laughs> wow yeah whatever that neck is right there um so kind of yeah i was i was heavy at that point i was 220 pounds um and what happened there was is I, college I, college <laughs> what's well, kind of cool because so here's so here's the story as i um you know, I've always, I was always really active in high school and I played, you know, soccer, football, I swam, just any, just constantly active. Right. And, um, got to college and played soccer in college. And, um, again, you know, still active doing all this stuff and, you know, you kind of have extracurricular tech activities, but still I was, I mean, we're literally practicing at 6am and, you know, and 6pm, you know, two days. And so it's always in shape. And then my final year, I, this is, it was like, it was a conscious decision. I'd always been in shape. And so I went into college, I was like 170 and, you know, six pack abs and just really lean and just kind of, you know, hot. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That's what I was going to say. Um, I probably had just like look hair, just like you, you know, just blonde, long flowing. God, locks. you sound gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I probably would have put up in a man bun too. Um, but so funny senior year, I decided that I wanted to be fat. And so I actually made a conscious decision just to gain what? weight. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's Everybody really, listening is like collectively rolling their eyes. I right promise now. you, because I was just, it was, it was such a weird feeling. It was like, you know what? I've always been lean and you know, thin. And so I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to worry Who about. Who wants to be attractive? I don't want to. I do not want to, you know, worry about what I'm eating or anything. I literally just, I'm going, I, I don't even care anymore. And so I commenced eating. A lot. Were you dating Gina at the yes. time? So there you go. He's like, I already got the hot girlfriend. I got her. I'll just let it go. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> and I did. And I'm flamed up. I, um, you know, I went from 170 to 220. And probably in a matter of, it, probably, it took a little bit longer. It took about, I would say, a year to put that on um, total. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and it was literally, and it's so- Work. It was really work because I remember like going to eat and we I went we went to like I never went to the dining hall at, in college and I went like one time during my senior year <laughs> I remember just eating like platefuls of mashed potatoes so I was like <laughs> I'm just gonna I just want to go to the point where I'm just complete and so I, and that's and I would eat till I was complete every single time and here's the weird part is I didn't eat breakfast or lunch it was just I was gorging myself at dinner that's like the worst thing you can and it, do and it all tasted so good. So good. I mean, probably <laughs> Mexican like every other night, like and not like good Mexican, just kind of like really bad Mexican. And you know, and, and there and so where I went to college was in this kind of it's called Farmville, Virginia. It's exactly what you think in your head. It's just a bunch of farms. And so there's like these old like greasy spoon diners. And there was one place called Merck's or whatever. And Merck's had you could get pizza and a Philly uh, cheesesteak. And so we would just destroy all of that. Just you know, get that and eat that. And again, my. my some of my roommates and friends, you know, they put on some weight, but I was just known as just like, Jake's the fat one now. And um, I would just like just eat a whole pizza in a sitting, you know, drink tons of Coke, just did oh. not, you know, I just did not give a shit. I was like, this is it. I'm just, I'm blowing up. And what was Gina saying? What were your friends and It's so funny. We talk about saying? it now. She was like, you were so fun back then. What happened? Because <laughs> I literally just did That's not, true. I did not have a care in the world. Did not have a care in the world. And so, I mean, it was literally, you know, there was a lot of beer drinking during the day. And then, I mean, and then, you know, eating this, and this was, this surpassed dad bod. I mean, this was at the point where, yeah, this was, you ate a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, um, you know, I, the kind of funny story was like, and I always like, even we go out to dinner and then we'd have beers or whatever. And then at night we would sit there and like, I was, if, if I, I even got the inkling of being hungry, I would just eat. And so the, uh, the, the funny story is I would always eat like popcorn. I think I shared this earlier. It was like, I do like, you know, microwave popcorn with melted butter, oh, and Parmesan God. cheese. And I'd, I'd pass out on the couch and there'd be like Parmesan cheese all over my face. <laughs> uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's how people remember me in senior year. <laughs> so, so when did you turn your life around? Uh, so we moved to Florida um, after, after college. And I, um, 
I actually continued just to gorge myself. And I was like not even worried about it at that point because tan makes fat look good. So I would just lay out and get tan, <laughs> which is true, right? I it picture was, this like big fat guy at a pool <laughs> with like rubbing baby oil all over himself. I used baby oil. I did not have like the gold chain or anything. Oh, but um, He had the pinky ring. I had the pinky ring. No, I um I was very tan and but very big. And so I, I eventually became more active. I started surfing more, started snorkeling more, and started diving more. And I, I, it was a kind of like a turning point for me. Was um, I went out surfing one day just by myself. I was so out of breath, like I just couldn't, I couldn't catch a wave, couldn't stay up on it. It was just, it just sucked. And I remember like, and I had to come in to take a break because I was just too damn tired. And so I came in. And I was pissed because I love surfing. It's awesome. So I remember just sitting there board beside me nobody around board beside me me sitting like on the beach you know, like kind of hands on my hips and or my hands on my like uh you know on my knees or whatever and then i was like i was so pissed i was like i can't even stay out there i'm so out of shape and then i literally started punching my belly and i it's it's, it's kind of weird maybe from a psychological standpoint but i was just so pissed so i literally just started like punching my belly it's like what he's like what the hell am i doing right now and from that point on I, it was kind of a cool thing. Like, it's no, there's no tragic thing that made me lose weight or anything like that. Um, but it was one of the things where it, it was holding me back from doing, you know, something, something that I absolutely loved. loved. And I just couldn't do it. And I remember going friend, um, going surfing with my, my buddy Hobie. We'd go all the time. And there were some times where I just couldn't make it out because, you know, the waves were, you know, just it was just tiring me out to get out. And, um, and I would sit on the beach and I, it would suck. And so that turning point of when I couldn't stay out there much longer, I was punching myself in the back. Could you just imagine if somebody's like walking by like, what the hell's going on with that guy? <laughs> uh, so I was literally just punching myself in the belly. Um, and then I, then I realized that, well, this is stupid. I shouldn't be punching myself in the stomach. And then from that day forward, I actually decided to clean up my diet. Um, and I didn't know much about dieting back then. It wasn't like, oh, now I have to go all organic and do all this, do all that. I just knew that I couldn't sustain eating the way I was eating. Um, and so what I actually ended up doing was, um, I got rid of actually all meat in my diet. Um, cause it was not the good type of meat and I didn't know anything about this back then, but it wasn't the good type of meat. So I actually substituted with fish. So any type of protein that I was getting was just all fish based. And so I, I, I changed that up. I started eating a little bit of breakfast. I'm still not a big breakfast eater, but just getting something in the morning and started eating lunch. And then I also just started running every day. I hated running in college. I hated running in high school, but it actually kind of, it was kind of cool for like from a stress release standpoint, I'd put on some music and some tunes and just run. Um, and I ran, you know, two miles a day, got up to four miles a day. Now running as you know, we all know, you know, it's not going to sit there and tone you up, but if you're out of shape, you know, it's going to drop some pounds. And so through, through changing my diet and getting rid of you know, fried foods, and I was drinking probably like one or, you know, Actually, I'd probably say like two to three Cokes a day. Yeah, that's one of the quickest ways to, oh, for just, people to just drop Just getting pounds. that out. Just stop soda and, and you will lose weight over the year. Yeah, and so I did, definitely did that. I cut back on a lot of the beer too. Um, and then, you know, and then just being active and then just going running and, and enjoying it. And it's funny cause I'll still hear, I don't run as much as I did back then, but if I'm in the car and I plug in my, you know, my iPhone or whatever, and I hear certain songs, it literally like takes me back to like when I was like fat and running down the beach. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was really cool. Um, that, so that was another thing too, but I'd actually go running on the beach as well. And when I get done, I jump in. And so I did that and it took me, I would say two years to get the, the yeah, 50 like pounds twice off. as long probably. and i got down to 170 and it was um uh gina said i was too thin she said i just looked really bad um right so right now fighting weight for me is about like the 178 range and that's what i'm at right now um but you know i got down to 170 now big reason why i got down to 170 because i think i hit like 175 and this is terrible but i um actually ended up getting food poisoning um <laughs> which was the absolute worst because a funny story with that was it was gina's family reunion I've always had mixed feelings about sorry in-laws. <laughs> those are never fun to go to. <laughs> I don't think anyone likes those. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, so we went and I, but the day we were supposed to go, um, I actually had really bad sushi at a place. And so oh like, God, just that's came, the like, worst. violent food poisoning coming out all ends, right? All ends. And I was like pleading with Gina. I was like, can we please not go to this? Can we please not go? You, you go. I'll stay here. No, no. We already got tickets. We got to see so-and-so and, you know, aunt so-and-so and uncle. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and we take our dog, Lucy, at the time. We only had one at the time. So here I am like in a plane having to get up like every 10 minutes to go oh God, use the restaurant. Oh God, that's terrible. And so this continued for once we got in. Like I actually never came out of a, I was in a bright pink room as like the house that we were staying at Gina's dad's house had like this bright pink it was the, it was awful I was absolutely terrible I just remember looking around just like being surrounded by pink I love pink my wedding band is pink but just being surrounded by just pink 
feeling like that is just terrible. And so it's coming out all in. So I actually had to go to the hospital. They pumped me with fluids. Oh, wow, that's Here's terrible. the worst part of that story is that... You were still at the family reunion. Still at the family reunion. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Hi, Stanzions. Um, you know, we were still at the family reunion. And Gina had to go on a work trip after that. So she had to fly out somewhere. So I had to fly back Alone. solo with a dog. dog still sick and this is after about five days just like still sick and you know having the dog underneath the seat and then having to get up and go to the bathroom make sure that obviously you want the dog to be okay absolute worst so when i came back i actually lost like five pounds because i didn't eat anything um so actually that's actually that's how i actually got the 50 <laughs> it's really like 45 all on me and five from food poisoning um Thanks, Rice House down the street. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. I don't even think it's still open anymore. It was Thank like God. It was like one of those like sushi buffets, and it was like, Ugh. it tasted it fine. It sounds good in theory. It sounds it awesome. It sounds like it's a dream. Cheap, right? <laughs> it's $13. Oh, you can eat sushi? Oh, yeah, fabulous. Sign great. me up. <laughs> um, and it didn't get, even get me out of going to the family reunion. So, um, so that was my 50-pound uh, weight loss story. Um, you know, I'm guessing you've never... <gasps> Well, I, I mean, I've had different things. I mean, no, I've never had that much weight. I've had, I've maintained about the same weight since I was, I mean, for a long time. Yeah. It's funny though, like as I get older, obviously, and as I work out more, I find that even if you get smaller, you know, and a lot of people out there, especially when you're on your journey of maybe losing weight or getting in shape, you might start lifting weights. That's one of the best, best ways to lose weight and get in shape is actually from lifting weight and ladies you don't have to be afraid of lifting heavy weights i'm sure you've seen articles and read research about the fact that they encourage people lift heavy weights and um it's funny because now as i get older and i get smaller or i stay the same size you know i i i'm very happy with how i look it's funny i'm actually probably about 15 to maybe 20 pounds heavier than i was when i graduated college yeah about seven years ago yeah but i i'm in better I mean, shape now than all I muscle ever. Yeah. yeah oh absolutely that's what i'm saying is i'm in much I, better she can shape. kick my ass i'm pretty sure yeah that I, could, I could take anybody out there that's <laughs> listening to this but you know i mean i i'm i'm in better shape now than i ever have been in my life and i think what's funny is you have to not really focus so much on the number that you see on the scale and for me the best thing that i do because i don't weigh myself i mean i know there are some people out there that'll say when you're losing weight start weighing yourself all the time do you never check in you never kind of step on a scale see never what you're at, check really? in no I check in with my clothes, how my clothes fit, how my clothes look on me. Do, can I still zip up my jeans? Gotcha. Sometimes like I'll put on things that maybe were a little bit smaller and I'm like, oh my God, I can fit into this That's funny again. because I, during that period of being 50 pounds heavier, you know, once we left Virginia, moved to Florida, they kind of like had to buy a whole new wardrobe mm -hmm. because they throw all the winter clothes away. And, um, I had, like I had to give away all of my clothes once I lost the weight because like I was wearing probably I think it was like 38 waist stuff and it was um it just didn't fit and so like every little thing looks looks so bad at me and the funny thing was when I left to come to Florida um, I had to buy a couple suits to go in like on interviews and stuff and they were terribly over <laughs> just like just too big I've, a friend told me he's like you know are you gonna wear your Steve Harvey uh, um you know suit to this <laughs> interview or what are you gonna do and I was like that's the turning point I do not want to have a Steve Harvey suit just the big Big oversized suit looks like a kid dressed in his dad's suit. Yeah, so I um I do not right now I you know I'm about a 34, um, occasionally a 33. But how tall on. are you? You're very tall. Six two. Yeah. So yeah. So tall. six two, and I'm weighing about 178, 179. I do check in just on the scale, just from a curious type of thing. You know, just like we'll see. Hey, what am I? You know, what am I weighing now? And maybe it's just because of having that you know 50 pounds. You yeah, know, weight probably. On me. Um, but yeah, and so I, and the one thing I actually wanted to talk about too, um, which is still into this, which is, um, you know, when you go to the gym, like, do you have a, like a workout in your head? You're like, I'm going to lift, you know, 800 pounds over my head 13 times. And I'm going to do, you know, this, how do you do yours? Do you have, do you have a trainer or what so, do you do? So, so obviously I've, I've scaled it very differently throughout time. You know, when I was starting at the gym, I was, and for anybody out there that's, you know, thinking about joining a gym, my biggest suggestion to you guys, and I am by no means a trainer or an expert at all. I would say maybe my fitness level is, you know, maybe at intermediate advanced, but I started just like everybody else, not really sure what to do. And I learned just from watching other people at the gym, most of the time at pretty much every gym that you sign up for, they'll give you um, a personal training session for free. So I would always encourage people to take advantage of that. You know, you can be upfront with the trainer as I am. I just joined a new gym. It was a year ago in April and they offered a free comp training session. And I said right up front, I was like, look, I'm not going to purchase training sessions. So if you don't want to spend your hour with me, that's fine. But most of the trainers want to do it anyways. It's good for them. 
And so I learned a lot just from watching people yeah. and reading a lot of magazines and sort of getting in shape that way. Like, you know, seeing... So you kind of have your own regiment in your head. So now I have regiments, but I also do... It's funny because about six weeks ago or so, my boyfriend that I've talked about, Colin, on the, on the podcast before, he's in like incredible shape and he works out even more than I do. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, he's he's really in great shape. So he actually started a, um, a program. There's tons of websites and stuff that you can go to. And as silly as it sounds, and we're not affiliated with them at all, I'm just telling you from my personal experience, even bodybuilding.com, that's like one of the staples out there for websites. You can actually go in and fill out like all this information. It takes two seconds and they'll give you like a free personal training plan. And so for the past six weeks, I've actually been following a personal training plan, but it's funny because Colin's doing it as well and of course I scale it I can't lift the same that he can but it's so funny because the guy that leads the plan is like a mountain I mean he's freaking huge Mm. and sort of scary looking like really scary looking actually and it's so funny because I'm I'm nowhere near that I mean I weigh 130 pounds now, does Colin want to get to that level no, no no but that's the thing it's you can sort of scale it any way you want so it's yeah. I'm sort of looking at it like in the sense of these are the exercises that he, this guy is saying to do in this certain day these many reps these many sets but when I work out I usually try and divide my days between an upper body day, a lower body day. I like to do a boot camp or an exercise class, you know, something that's going to really be more cardio based, maybe a spinning class or a cardio class, like a boot camp. And then I like to do a day or two of yoga. So I go to the gym about five, six days a week. And then, but now I've been doing this plan where I'll show you a photo of this guy after the podcast. I mean, he's, I'll show you now. He's really, really scary. And it's funny because when Colin first sent me the plan, I was like, I don't want to look anything like this guy. It would be impossible to. That's the other thing that ladies need to understand is you're not going to look like these giant muscle men. It's not possible for ladies to look like giant, you know, huge Well, they, they do have those like competitions where they like, the, have their all oiled up that, and looking exactly. orange. Exactly. Well, if you, and that's so unhealthy. And the gym that I work out at, a lot of people, listen, it's a lifestyle thing that I respect. It takes more dedication than I would ever, ever be able to put into it. But the thing is, you, do have you really to, have to paint yourself orange, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, they do the why crazy do they spray do that? painting because it makes the muscles show more. Oh my god, look at that! That's guy. the guy that's leading the plan, so he's kind of scary looking. Do you have to get a tattoo once you? Uh, get Yeah, to that I'm gonna level? get tribal tats all over my Man. biceps. <laughs> no, but I see a lot of girls that do it. But that is that is so much more than just being in the gym because that is diet. And do you have diet, to wear a tank diet. top when you're in the gym too? Oh yeah, I wear my muscle right, shirt. So you have to wear a tank top. Shorts. You have to have tattoos and a cross around your neck. He's a good holy man. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, good. He's awesome. I mean, he's obviously. Good. Yeah, he leads a great plan, but there the are so many. Yeah, there are so many plans. I mean, bodybuilding.com. I read a lot of fitness magazines like Self and Shape and Women's Health. So, but honestly, it started just like how everybody else is at the yeah. gym. I got in there and I didn't really know what to do. And I ask people even now. Recently, I was trying to do a new exercise and I asked one of the trainers at the gym if they could critique my form. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're there no, for. That's awesome. You um, know, I don't, I take advantage of that. I was telling you, I, I was doing the. I think it was like the you were doing the Sean Sean T yeah twenty five workouts in the morning which are cool I did like the whole like eight week program or whatever Sean T's the guy that started for those of you out there that aren't familiar he started the Insanity program and the gym Equinox that I belong to they have an Insanity class based on Sean T's program it is so hard I cannot catch well my yeah breath. when I was looking at like when I was looking at which one to do I was looking at like, Insanity like that came up and like immediately was like nope not doing that it's one so scary anything yeah. called Insanity you I, just know I'm you're a in father for now I have a mortgage. <laughs> I do not need to be doing insanity. Um, the so the one I was doing was the T25. It's like 25 minutes. It's like you know, it's 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 cardio, weightlifting. It's a whole bunch of things. Like it was good, right? It was yeah, good, very good. So I did that for eight weeks, and you know, I you I, do look buffer. I did I not told you do that before week. and after pictures. I refuse to do that, but I can see it. I can see a difference. I could see a difference but when I saw you last thank week. Thank you. You can say that multiple times. Throughout this I think podcast. maybe it's because he's buying smaller size shirts. That is I'm true. Not really sure. That is true. <laughs> um, but what actually happens is I got kind of bored doing them. It's like so hard to sustain that stuff, yeah. right? It's like. You know, now I got to get up and have Shanti kick my ass again. But why? I'm done with the program. So, <laughs> um, so I, I kind of took a little bit off. Like I took about two weeks off from doing that. Um, and the other day I was like, you know what? I, I want to do something in the pool. I love to swim. So what I actually did was something similar to what you did. And I've never done this before. So I actually went and just kind of Googled and found on YouTube a bunch of different pool exercises. 
and uh, Amanda Beard, who Amanda Mm-mm. Beard is, she's really hot um, swimmer. Um, she uh, <laughs> that's great Olympic motivation swimmer. alone. <laughs> yeah. She, she yeah, she was um, she gave a couple different exercises and some other people did too. And um, so I kind of like got together, and that's actually right beside you. It's all wet. Oh, um, <laughs> he has like a wet, crumply piece of paper. That's his whole routine because it gets wet as you kind of go through. So what I've been doing is I created my own thing where I do like two minutes of like, I do like a warm up of like laps for you know. Two, like a minute or two, mm-hmm. right? And then do you do what they do, sprints, where like high knee sprints, where you're really trying to go as hard as you can. Do that for two minutes, then laps, and then, you know, high knees, then laps. Yeah, you've got push-ups on the wall, That's a, That's a kind of cool two thing. That's a cool thing, too, which is um, you kind of just go up to the side of the wall and like literally push yourself up, and then you submerge yourself back down. That's great. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, to do all this stuff just literally took me 15 minutes, and I feel awesome after it. And like you really don't even sweat. Yeah, of course you're not. Just, you're just in the pool. So it's awesome. It's nice and refreshing. So um, those pool exercises, you know, if you have a pool or if you have a community pool, especially during the summertime right now, you know, don't go out there at noon and start running for four hours. Or oh my for, you know, gosh. Just, um, you know, just jump in the pool because there's, so there's so many cool things you can do in there. And it's just fun. And like time goes by like that because it's just a lot of fun here in the pool. Swimming is actually even more so than running or any other cardio-based exercise. For those of you out there that don't know, swimming is actually, they say, the best full body exercise that you can do. Oh, it research. I mean, I've read it on know, multiple times. my inside joke. If anybody says, oh, oh they who say is they? they? Who is they? I've read it many These times. people in the sky. But swimming is actually the best full body workout that you can get because you're oh, yeah. toning your entire body and you're working your core the entire time. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I mean, if you've ever tried to swim, it's funny. If you ever try to swim now that you're older, I mean, I was a kid and I was always on like the swim team and stuff growing yeah. up. And, you know, you could swim and swim and swim and swim laps. But it's really you hard never, there's to no, there's swim. No fat, there's no fat swimmer. No. Like Olympic swimmer. Or not even like around here, a lot of people go free diving and stuff. And I've done that, but not the crazy depths. But there's no fat free divers. No, it's and, hard. And, and I will tell you, I know a lot of you know spear fishermen and, and free divers. They don't eat the healthiest because they're just kind of coming in from the boat. And then like they're just going to go to the bar and eat and have a beer. But just from the exercise that oh they get. Gosh, and you're holding yeah. your breath, too, to do all that stuff. When I was free diving, that was... When I actually lost all the 50 pounds, you know, and kind of kept it off, I was doing a lot of free diving. And it just, like, I didn't change much of a diet. It just toned you. You're holding your breath. You're diving. You're doing all those things. It's, um, it's a full body thing. So, so for you swimmers out there, we salute you. Yes. So moving on to our next segment, um, we're actually going to dial in. Um, he's actually a mentor of mine, um, David Sigler. He, uh, when I started the Alternative Daily, he was somebody who was asking questions about of, you know, the, you know, of just kind of ideas and directions on what to go. And David surpasses me in terms of, of my knowledge of this stuff. And so I wanted to actually ring him up and tell him he wins a new car. Again, <laughs> a joke. Um, we're not pranking him. We're going to do a prank phone call show one time, but um, so I'm going to call David up here right now and I'll give him more of an intro once he's on so he can be humble and say, no, he's not that great. He really is though. You guys, one of the nicest people every yeah. time that I, we do videos for the YouTube channel. He's so wonderful. I love that you can hear the ringing. I know that's kind of cool. What if he doesn't answer? <laughs> we can leave him a voicemail. Hello. Oh, oh he there answered. he is. <laughs> Mr. Sigler. How's it going? Ah, very good. Hey, Jake. Hey, Megan. Hey, David. How did you know it was us? Well, I guess you have caller ID. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Drop how that works. Off, <laughs> it's funny. Last week, as we kind of set this whole thing up, I was asking Megan, I was like, I got to turn off call waiting on my phone. And she looked at me just completely deadpan and said, what's call waiting? And I was like, you know, when, <laughs> when somebody calls you and it beeps in, that's call waiting. We were talking today about, um, I was asking Jake if he has a landline. David, do you have a landline at home? Um... What's your definition of a landline? Like a house phone. phone. A house phone. A house phone. Something that plugs into a wall. I have a voice over IP phone. So technically, no. no. Right. So isn't it crazy (laughs) to think that like, like Jake, your daughter Noah will never have a landline she'll never have like, like, like her a, own phone like the mickey, Mo- mickey mouse phone i had a mickey mouse phone yeah. actually i always kind of like the, the sound of like the old style ones that kind of had like they actually had like a bell in them you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about it was like those little big square boxes and stuff i think now you can get your iphone to do that ring <laughs> yeah, I, yeah um and then i also guys, guys guy i'm the old guy i remember Rotary that's exactly rotary. where I was going next. Rotary. Did you ever use no, Rotary? No, I don't even know what oh, we're talking that's about. That's when you put your foot. Fo- it had I like this. Rotary dial. I was a kid. That's all we had. Not me. And I was asking Megan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they have like this. It's this round thing, you, and they have like nine holes in there. Or I've ten seen holes. it on TV. Yeah, and you, you, you put your <laughs> finger there and like kind of like turn it down. It's like I've five. seen it. I've seen it, but oh, no, never. Had my grandparents had. It was, I loved using their phone. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a lot of people who only have. Like touch screens now. They don't even know about push buttons. Uh, 
I know that's crazy. I remember when we <laughs> we should bring back rotary phones. Um, so so David, as I was giving a quick intro for you, um, I, I introduced you um, mildly as my um, the biggest I, jerk we know. Biggest jerk we know. <laughs> Uh, no, Megan said that you're the nicest person she's ever met. Um, and actually, that doesn't say much. You live I don't know Beach, a lot of people. <laughs> the, um, so, no, David has actually been my mentor for, uh, you know, as, for as long as I've been doing this. Um, and it's um, he's been a g- great guide, a great mentor in terms of direction of the Alternative Daily. Um, and David is the true expert um, in this field in terms of alternative health and wellness. He knows the ins and outs of it. Um, and David, David is an older gentleman. I'll feel it, I'll, I'll leave it up to him if he wants to share his age. But it, you know, in awesome shape. Uh, but then just eats well. He is the best eater I've ever come to know at all. I mean, he and, and you don't and, and you don't mean a piggish eater. No no no, 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 no. That we already went through that. I went through my fifty pound weight loss story, um, in which I literally <laughs> ate like a pig, which was fun. I mean, it was a cool time. I'm glad I did it. Um, so, so, but David is definitely the the master of of, of healthy eating. Um, and overall wellness. Um, and so the, when, when we were talking about what we wanted to, uh, you know, discuss with David, um, you know, you can kind of talk about everything in terms of just like healthy food, organic food, what's he, you know, but there's a specific, I, when I do things, I like to do it from a specific angle. Um, and there's one thing that anytime I talk to David um, and we talk about, you know, how he's doing, you know, what, you know, what's he eating with everything, um, everything always comes back. He does this every single day is he, he, I don't know if you call it eating or drinking bone broth. Bone broth is kind of like David's staple. That's something that David, you know, I don't want to say dies by but lives by um he uh this is something that he's got me on to i'm still kind of a, an extreme amateur when it comes to bone broth but david literally has a you know a, some sort of bone broth in his fridge every single day even when they're on vacation or go places he brings bone broth with him and um absolutely so absolutely. so so david um tell me what is bone broth what is bone broth well here, I got a story for you because actually I had to, you know, we all learned something at some point in our lives and I had to go back to the time when I learned it. It was a number of years ago, uh, probably just only three or four at this point, but uh, I went to an osteopath up in Canada when I was living there. And um, great guy, really neat, uh, born in France, uh, actually UK trained. Uh, he's been practicing in Canada for many years. Um, now, his version of osteopathy is actually pretty different than what's practiced in the United States for, so for all of United States uh, types and listeners. Uh, when we think osteopathy, it's not necessarily the same a variant. In fact, the way he describes it, it's dramatically different, but mm. that's a story for another time. Anyway, so on my first visit, he looks at me. He's across the room. Like, he hasn't done anything. He looks at me, and he makes some cute reference to, like, King David or something. Fine, whatever. Um, and then he says, your kidneys are stressed. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Now, I've been practicing healthy eating, actually, for many years, and although what you said about bone broth is, is absolutely true, it's a foundational part of what I do, I've been 100% gluten-free for years. I've been, you know, I only have refined sugar and lots of things that are the story of the core things that I do to make sure I to sort of keep a healthy lifestyle. But this was a new one on me, you know, kidney stress. I'm like, okay. Fair enough. I didn't think I was doing that badly at this point. But so, I mean, how many of us go to the doctor and the doctor looks at you, hasn't touched you, hasn't done anything, hasn't yeah. even asked you, and then says, uh, "You got a problem." I'm telling you what it is. You know, it's not, not normally our experience. And and I know because you know, I've been around. I have a good friend who's actually a medical doctor, and she actually um, told me that her training in, in sort of Western allopathic medicine. Uh, like 40 years prior, had essentially no training. Uh, it was four hours of training on health and wellness and prevention. And right. Four hours. So I know that doctors typically, do, you know, I wouldn't consider them as go-to people for diet, but this guy trained in the UK in osteopathy says to me, kidneys are a problem. I said, okay, fair enough. And he goes, in fact, kidneys are the core of health. If you don't have good kidneys, you're in big trouble. I'm like, okay, fair enough, that's fine. And so he says, Tell me what you need to do. You need to have organic chicken broth first thing in the morning. Mm. Well, kickstart your metabolism, but most importantly, it's going to massively help or rejuvenate fix your kidneys. So I said, okay, fair enough. And of course, already being sort of what I thought was healthy, um, I go do some more research and uh, I find out that kidneys are kind of the waste disposal system of, of your of your body and really yeah. your blood system. And I find out, wow, that's kind of obviously important. I get what he's saying. And 
I mean, it's, it's kind of the analogy of if you have um, uh, all of us like to keep our hopefully our garbage cleaned up. We don't just leave it lying around our house for days on end. Now that I live in Florida, that's particularly a bad idea. Um, and uh, imagine if we just didn't take care of our kidneys, it's like just not taking care of your garbage around your house. So I'm like, okay, got to do my kidneys. What I'm going to do? Bones are kidneys are important. Yeah, kidneys are important. Absolutely crucial. So for the past three years, basically ever since, I've been having homemade organic chicken broth first thing in the morning. Or for, for me, first thing is like half an hour to an hour after I get up. Um, and this is, I don't want to be prescriptive. It's not about, this is, for me, I don't eat like a big meal. People say breakfast yeah. is crucial. But now there's research like, yes, it depends on the person. And right, metabolism. Exactly. And for some people, eating a big thing in the morning, and like I would feel not very good. Well, yeah, I'd actually, I don't. I don't feel good when I actually eat breakfast, a big breakfast in the morning. If I have like big eggs and stuff like that, or you know, I just it doesn't sit well with me. So I'm in. Absolutely, I'm in and it's that we need to listen to our bodies. If our bodies say don't do that, then you know it's like that story, doctor, doctor. It hurts when I hit my head against the wall. You know, it's like, God, stop hitting your head against the wall. Um, so fair enough. So I'm like, okay, sure, I'm going to do this. So I get into this committed, go for it. My wife and I, a homemade organic chicken broth every morning. Um, and like I said, I've been doing it for three years. Awesome. Actually, slight, slight confession, Jake, is that I always have it. Right at this moment, I actually don't have any. I've oh. got my chicken out. And I'm about of to all the days. I know. I'm, I'm a liar oh, now. <laughs> you charlatan. You don't really do it, do you? You have me held up with some perfect dye. I mean, and by the way, the nice thing about that is our bodies, they need to heal themselves. They're not, if I miss one day out of 300, the world's not going to end. <laughs> so then I start getting in a bad habit when I have a problem. But anyway, just. That's how I feel about my organic beer I have every night. Um, so, David, you know what? In terms of, so you said, you know, the doctor said chicken soup. You're talking bone broth. Is there a difference between the two? Because some, some, some camps are extreme right. against, you know, are extreme of what bone broth is against, right. you know, chicken right. broth. Can you, can you do, do me a favor and explain the difference between the two? If oh, there is absolutely. one. Absolutely. Um, not really a difference. I mean, the reason I do organic chickens is they're readily available um, they're they're relatively easy to find, relatively inexpensive. Yes, they have to be more expensive than the non-organic uh, varieties, but we eat, uh, really clean and make sure we do that. You can use uh, beef uh, bones. Um, I've heard I, I've I've certainly had it with beef bones. Um, you could use even lamb. Um, mm. I've heard that used. I've never tried that. I kind of like lamb, but I have a mixed relationship with lamb. I'm not sure about it. Uh, fish. You could use fish. Uh, and again, I'm not sure fish is quite, it's going to be quite, give you all the exact same benefits, but it, just to mix things up, I think it's a good thing to do too. Uh, and in terms of just how I make it, uh, you know, a lot of times I find that people get concerned about, oh, making stuff on my own, I'd rather just go buy something in a can and heat it up. Um, well, <laughs> fair enough, but that is making a choice that's probably not quite as good as the alternative, which right. is to make it on your own. But it's really not that scary or difficult. Um, I, uh, my wife and I, we'll, we'll cook a chicken, or maybe sometimes two. We'll take the meat off the chicken. Uh, we'll throw all the bones, skin, whatever. We'll throw them all in a pot, a uh, big soup pot, um, stainless steel. Uh, we use, don't use any Teflon-type right. items. Um, and uh, then we uh, just cook it. Um, How long? And we add, add water. We add some onion. We add some celery. Uh, sometimes we'll throw in a bay leaf. We'll put garlic. We'll... Maybe throw a few peppercorns, but just sort of peppercorns are nice because a little bit of stuff that comes off them will kickstart your metabolism a little bit more. A cayenne pepper is good for that, too, by the way. Sometimes mm. we'll throw in carrots. Uh, we always throw in a uh, tablespoon or two of apple cider vinegar because that uh, has a really great effect on, on bones to oh, break yeah. them down, yep. and particularly get sort of the calcium out of them. Um, and then, we, you know, after we've cooked that between 12 and 24 hours, you need to cook it long enough that it really... Is that like on a low simmer, or is that like a constant boil? Yes. No, very low simmer the okay. whole time. In fact, we pretty much try to avoid any boiling. Uh, we get it hot enough, of course, but we make sure that it's... If you get it to the point where there's like a little bubble coming up, you know, that's good. Yeah. Uh, certainly a, a simmering thing is even, is even a little bit too hot. Actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, but the trick is 12 to 24 hours, and after that, Take it off the um, take it off the heat and you know cool it. Put it in the refrigerator, freeze it. You know, now do you, do, you can't eat it quickly. You know, do that. Now, do you like to do you like to eat it um, as soon as like not as soon as it comes off, but like when it's like fresh, um, or do you just immediately you know put it in the fridge? 
from a health perspective, it makes no difference. Um, I'm saying from um, a flavor. Because I'm, we're always making enough to, uh, I do have the first close batch often right away. I'm the guy who also sticks it in the fridge. And of course you have to, you have to, uh, uh, strain it. <laughs> you can imagine all the things we just described. It's uh, not something, and uh, not something I would just chew on. All those bits, and they're not very powerful because they, yeah. uh, the the act of simmering, of course, takes out uh, um, the flavor of almost everything. And if you cook the whole chicken when you are making it, yeah, and including the meat, which you can certainly do, yeah. you'll find the meat's not all that palatable either when you right. have it. You can chew on it; it's not bad for you. It's just now. What is now? What is it? What is it specifically about bone broth? That um, makes well, me awesome. What's happening, well, and if you're, if you're, let's look at the kidney health. That's not the only thing it's good for, but the kidney is, is because it's sort of the blood cleaning mechanism of your body, um, it needs certain things to thrive and do well. And uh, there's a lot of nutrients that, that you get in uh, bone, bone broth um, that uh, really help your kidneys. Calcium, you know, magnesium, phosphorus, silicon. Uh, something called chondroitin, glucosamine, trace minerals. Awesome. It actually helps. It helps build your collagen, which is yep. what's needed for healthy skin. Um, gelatin is a huge thing. People have probably heard it yep. about gelatin. Um, that gelatin is critical for healthy digestion. And that comes that comes directly it, out of the inside of the bones. Is that correct? That's right. That comes out. Gelatin comes out of the inside of the bone, and um, and it's it's really great. In fact, I was reading something on the Alternative Daily because. You know, That's a good website. Lots of great articles That's on really various subjects, website. including this one on thealternativedaily.com. And um, it, uh, it also uh, uh, can lower your need to have protein, uh, uh, which kind of makes it a, a cost saver to have yeah. bone broth because instead of thinking you have to have tons and tons of protein, and protein is very good, by the way. We're big fans of protein with the Alternative Daily, but it's, uh, uh, it actually can limit the amount of protein you have to consume. This protein tends to be a more expensive part of yeah. our diet. Now, how often do you have to actually make your bone broth? Are you making it once a week? Are you making it? And obviously, it, it all depends on, you know, your inventory of it. No, and stash. What yeah, does David great, do? Great question. The key key is to always have some on hand. And you know, you happen to call me on the one of the rare days I don't have some yeah. on hand. But the key is so bad planning on my part. But the key thing is to ha- have enough so you have some on hand. I have about a cup when I have maybe even a cup and a half, probably a cup and a half, and you ask about do I drink it or do I eat it, uh, my wife will say I eat it, um, and I don't know what I say because, and she'll say that because when I, quote, eat it, I make a lot of noise. <laughs> <Just> stop slurping <laughs> You're so a loud eater, huh? Um, yes, but she likes to put it in a mug for herself. And then clearly she's drinking it. Like sipping it, like almost like a morning coffee. Of it. I actually, yeah. I, as I've said before, I, I'm not a sweet guy. I'm a salty guy. And mm-hmm. to kind of sip on something like that in the morning sounds unbelievable. I actually, do, I, I don't do it every day. Um, and it's something I'd like to do more of because um, I'd like to. Well, we, you, know how, you know how we talk about anti-inflammatory uh, yep. things. Um, bone broth is one of the best things you can have as an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And, and that's great because our gut really and gut health is central as we written about and talked about a lot yeah. and and bone broth also helps massively with your gut health because it helps repair your repair the lining of your intestine and everything so it's 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 just all around awesome i like it so, yeah it's one of the cooler parts of my sort of healthy diet and and i am 55 years old that five, five. Is they, yeah. freedom 55 as they call it in one of the ads up in canada um and so now i can live officially in 55 plus communities Awesome. <laughs> um, well, thank you for that on the bone broth. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here salivating on it. I know Megan was definitely interested in it. Yeah, no, that sounds um, great. And I want to jump into a quick other topic um, right here because you br- you brought it up, which was you cook things in a, in a stainless steel pot. Um, you know, we've written about this on the website and obviously there's, it's kind of, it's, it's so funny. It's, it's, it's something that we've written about uh, a lot and it's been written about for a while now in the kind of the alternative health world. And now it's becoming more mainstream is the, um, you know, ditching your Teflon pant, pat, def, Teflon pots and pans, uh, for alternatives. Um, you know, I currently use uh, ceramic, um, cause it's still nonstick, which is really nice. Um, and then I also use a cast iron as well as stainless. Um, and then David, you mentioned that you use your stainless, correct? We use stainless for cooking. We have used cast iron as well. Um, cast iron is great, like health-wise. I just find it's a little harder to, to care for. Yeah, uh, it we is. We do also use the really high-quality ceramic ones. I think you can probably get lower quality. We always go for high quality, but you can get a really yeah. high-quality ceramic. They tend to be expensive. They last a long time. And the beauty of the ceramics, I'm looking at one right now in the kitchen, 
Um, you can get various sizes of those, and they can handle very high heat. The yeah. biggest problem with Teflon, uh, you know, we have all these neat inventions, and I don't know if people know, but Teflon, of course, was invented by DuPont. It's a chemical called polytetrafluoroethylene, or PTFE. Sort of already sounds like something you don't want near your food, but that's another story. Um, and uh, it really, it, it seems if you keep it at very low temperatures, right, right. it's probably okay. Yep. The problem is, of course, what is the definition of a very low temperature? So I've heard people say, oh, 250 or 300, and some say it's above yeah. 500, and there's science behind this. Here's the problem, though. No matter what, even the people who are proponents of it, do you really know exactly what the temperature of your pan is when you're cooking? Yeah, In my I, view, I don't. It's sometimes it's you either, won't It's either know. hot or medium. That's, all, that's something I could Yeah, on. it's like, I don't know if it's yeah. 372 degrees and at 375 it starts being a problem or whatever. I don't know that. Yeah. So I just prefer not to have them because uh, it's safer. And what happens, and some people are worried, is it the is it the material that comes off little chips that you ingest? Yeah, that's the problem. I've seen it. I've seen it. Done, off, yeah, the, the chipping off is is really not good. Turns and, out that's not really a problem though. Really, um, it's, not, it's actually it's an inert substance. It'll go right through your system. Huh. It'll all get digested. It's fine. The problem is um, in its gaseous form. In other words, when it gets too hot, it off gases. Oh. And when it off gases, it'll off gas into your food. And actually, interestingly enough, it'll off gas into your room when you're cooking. Yeah. And uh, they have, I think, something called like Teflon flue, and it's and it's been attributed fairly scientifically and clearly to uh, Teflon offgassing. And so, if you're in a room with that happening, and you might get the flu-like symptoms afterwards, it's possible because of that. Oh. And again, I'm not slamming the product. I don't like to slam slam things that way. I'm just saying it sounds like it's a health issue and risk. So why bother even having sure. it around? So sure. I take the chance. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the cast iron. Um, it's kind of like I go into like it's the whole experience of cooking, mm-hmm. and so it's mm-hmm. kind of the whole care of it, and it's just kind of like a different style. And it's you know it's 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 fine. Um, you know I use the stainless and I use the ceramic too. So um, you know we just we just opted to not to use any more Teflon. So um, right. Cool. Well, David, thank you very much. You know, that was definitely eye-opening when it comes to bone broth, and I know that uh, I'm going to start making some here shortly um, in my stainless steel uh-huh. pan. Yeah. Thank you so and, much, and, and David. Megan, you didn't get to interact with me. What's up? Man? I know, I know. Well, I was really just taking all of this in because I was actually thinking about even more so than when you were talking about making bone broth. A lot of times, I I like to make a lot of um, soups and. I cook, I roast a chicken. I try to roast one like once a week. And mm-hmm. I've always heard, you know, they always say, even on like the Food Network, chefs will say, don't throw away your bones. You can always do something mm-hmm. else yeah. with them. And a lot of times they'll say, oh, use the bones and make stock. So this is actually a really mm-hmm. cool way to kind of repurpose stock. But mm-hmm. I think it's cool that I like that you said, you know, it's not the same thing as going out and buying like a box of chicken broth at the grocery store. And just store drinking it. And yeah. just drinking it. You will not get the same effects. And also sort of just moving on from the, the pots and the pans and even like eating organically, you know, something that, you know, because when I was transitioning into eating all organic too and updating things in my life, yes, it is very expensive, that sort of initial paying a little bit more for something. But somebody said one time to me, and it really resonated was, if you're thinking about spending a little bit more money now, you are going to be saving a lot of money overall in the long term when you think about how many less health problems you'll have and how many less trips to the doctor or the hospital yeah. you'll have later on. So it's like if we can do things, you know, right now that are, you know, are purchasing organic products and they're two, three dollars more, you know, per pound or for those vegetables versus the non-organic. If that adds on life, you know, in your years to your life or less visits to the doctor or hospital later on in life, then it really is kind of a negligible amount of money, I think. Yeah. You know, and oh, it's. Oh, yeah. What, what a great pitch. And I mean, and I love that. And actually, for me, because I'm the old guy here, um, it, it really matters as you age what you said about sort of quality of life and health and day to day and longer term health concerns. Because after all, how many of us want to sort of die unhealthy and go down terribly? It sort of reminds me of that ad they talk about where uh, you get the two pictures. I think it's a neat ad. They give two pictures of how you can uh, uh, take care of yourself now. And uh, uh, one picture, the person sort of old, decrepit, dying, looking horrible and in a hospital. And the other person, of course, they're with their kid and their grandchildren or great-grandchildren having a great time. Now, obviously, you know, it's an ad. I, I get that. But the point is, take care of your health now. And one of these lifestyles is more likely than the other. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, it's like that quote, take care of your body. It's the only one you have to live in. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's a snake out back right now. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeez, there he is oh again. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Um, We're yeah. broadcasting from the rainforest. Yeah, right this now. is. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So we shouldn't call you Jake the Snake. You know, that I've, I've been called that my entire life has been Jake the Snake. And I was, I was so terrified. As I said before multiple times, my daughter has actually, I've been terrified of. like Snakes and tomatoes have always been like my horrible Tomatoes? Thing. Yeah, I've always hated tomatoes. I had a friend in college that was uh, terrified but like, yeah, of dis- tomatoes. Like I would throw up if somebody like ate one in front of me. But Noah likes them. Like Noah loves tomatoes and she loves snakes. And so like right now, um, like before, if I saw that, I would literally like freaked out. Even though I kind of just freaked out like a little girl. Um, uh, but, He's you know, standing right now on top she of the loves. Table. She loves looking at snakes, and so like now when we go to the zoo, I have to look at snakes and stuff. You know, copperheads and everything. And I'm 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 getting better. I don't want to say I'm okay. I would never have a pet one. Um, but I had a roommate in college, and she had two pet snakes. And and we did, used to like play did, with them. You had to feed them too. Oh, I was never around for that, but yeah, I mean, I, I we always knew when they were being fed. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my good friends who actually listens to the pod- podcast. He lives out in California, but in college, Mark actually had like a python. I think his name was like slither or something like that and um we we had to we watched him feed it one time and it was like it's so sad it is so i mean it's so bad i mean in college it's like one of those like oh my god look at this thing yeah go and it was just like oh but then you feel so bad it's like this you know the mouse is right there and boom gone well my my roommate she actually was getting like pre killed mice and like they would come she'd buy them frozen yeah because her snakes they were like these two little corn snakes i mean they were long yeah, corn snakes I'm they fine. were beautiful but i mean they're still snakes and one of them was i think like two and a half feet and the other one was like four feet and they were beautiful and one's name was lady and the other <laughs> snake's name was shmi and um we used to like she used to get these frozen mice and i remember i would come home and it was like if we ever saw like a coffee cup sitting on the counter with like warm water because that's how she would defrost it oh my god we'd be like nobody go in the kitchen it would be terrifying unless she was making bone broth she was just kind of yeah she was she was very progressive making bone broth wait a minute wait a minute you guys i'm really confused here we're talking about snakes i actually like snakes snakes are cool i have nice stories about snakes snakes are fine but jake said he was scared of snakes and tomato. Yeah, now, tomato. He then talks about snakes. Snakes, that makes sense to me that you're scared of snakes. Surely you know, our listeners are wondering, tomatoes? Well, like, so, have no. you ever seen Veggie Tales? Bob? <laughs> no, I, I love Veggie Tales. I grew up with Veggie Tales. Yeah, are you freaked out? It's the, um, I think it's the smell, the smell and the flavor of it. And uh, when, I was, when I was younger, I remember... I just never liked them. They were just like so disgusting to me. And I was in a friend's backyard and who had like a little tomato patch and they decided they were going to start throwing it. And they were throwing them and trying to hit me. And I was like, please guys, just don't do this. Just do not do this. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Picked the guy, picked one up, threw it at me. It hit my chest and exploded. As soon as it exploded, I vomited right there. Oh. I was, it's just like that. It was just like, oh, but now like I've definitely evolved. Wow. I love like, I wouldn't eat salsa back then. Red sauce was no pizza. You know, whatever. It was kind of just like processed. You know, I mean, puree, anybody whatever. will eat anything of yeah, some pizza, exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, but now, like, I can eat them chopped up. I can't like bite into eat, a tomato. Yeah, that's so weird to me. Yeah, but, that's um, weird. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on like I actually diced a tomato two weeks ago to do uh, like a little bit of a salsa. So I'm, 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 I'm evolving on the subject. I'm, I'm getting there. All right. All right. Um, but actually, this is a perfect um, segue. And, and, and David, I actually wanted to have you on just for this one last segment, which was. Um, we're actually giving away a, uh, a Berkey water filter, and how we're actually how we're actually going to do this. And the reason why I have David on this is because uh, I got mine in the mail last Friday. Uh, I want to warn people: if you get one of these, um, or whoever our winner is going to be, um, it, it does take a little bit of assembly. <laughs> it took two of us to put this <laughs> thing together, and I'm, and it's not huge or anything not, like that. I but think you it's will actually be twenty inches high. It's something though that yeah, everybody out there. Sorry to jump in, but you guys have to know that it is something that requires to be plugged in. No, no, you no. just have it plugged in there? there. No, there's no plug there. Oh, that's for the espresso machine. That's for the espresso to? machine. All right, you guys it. have to stop it's listening to gravity. It's yeah, just it's gravity felt. Yeah. Oh. And once you're finished doing it, it doesn't look amazing, but it, it's I, no, I, think it, I think it looks really David, cool. David, don't say that. We just spent the first part yeah. of our podcast talking about how cool Jake thinks it Yeah, <laughs> it looks so cool. It's stainless steel, um, but it did, it did take... I mean, it took David and I probably 25 minutes to put this thing together. How did David do it with you? Uh, I mean, we're he's holding one half. I'm holding You were here, half. David? Yeah, David was here last week. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. And so um, it took, yeah, it took us... It took us... Um, it took us about 25 minutes to put it together. But once you have it together... It's pretty dope. You got it together for life. Yeah. I'm sure it came with instructions, right? Yeah, kind of. 
We actually had to Google it and YouTube it too. So this probably is not a good um, a good segment for the Berkey Water Filter uh, customer service team. Um, but if they are listening, uh, the, the instructions weren't that good. Like there was a washer, and we're like, do we put it this way? Do we put it that way? Oh my God, what do we do? And I'm, you know, it's like this is the water filter. Let's just jam it on. So I can't put together anything yeah um we did have to i did have to youtube it and uh, we eventually got it but everybody was wet dave and i were both wet. <laughs> is, is, we were it wor- is it working dude oh of course yeah it's, it's great awesome. megan did okay. a taste test i before did a taste this. test yeah it was awesome um so here is what we're gonna do here's how you're actually gonna get your free berkey water filter valued at 250 dollars yeah. by the way and we're, we're gonna ship it to you and everything yeah we got we have one to give away and so here's what you got to do is you gotta email jake at the alternative Subject line for this one will be snake. Let's just, you know, we're just going to wait right now. Yeah. Yeah. Subject line will actually have to be snake in the subject line. Um, And in the body of the email, you actually have to write a question that you want us to answer live on air. It's got to be a legit question. It it can't be like, you know, NSFW, not safe for work. It's got to be a legit question. What's Megan's phone number? (laughs) (laughs) And so you actually have to, you know, so subject line is snake. And in the body of the email, you actually have to ask us a question. Um, and again, if you are listening and you are doing this, we also obviously ask you to write a review, et cetera. Um, but I wanted David to be on for that segment because he did help us put together um, the Berkey water filter, so which tasted awesome. And David David wasn't sure if there was going to be a taste difference, and there definitely is. There so, is a taste difference. Yeah. Uh, David, thank you for joining us. Um, we just have one last segment. We're going to wrap up real quick, but thank you very much. Thanks, My David. Pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Great. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. David's a good guy. Yeah, he's wonderful. Yes. All right. So what we have to do now, since we are wanting you guys to send us in one of your questions or everybody to send in a question you want us to address on a podcast is, as we've been doing the past few weeks, is we're actually taking listener questions and people that write in to Jake and on the website, which is thealternativedaily.com. And of course, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everybody's always contacting us through all these different ways. Yeah. And uh, we, got, we actually have two questions. And I'm going to go for the first creepy one, which is to, to Megan. And I, just so you guys know, I, as we've told you before, Jake and I don't really do a lot of talking other than, you know, like the, hi, how are you? Jake really likes to keep us not talking about anything that we're going to discuss in the podcast because he likes it to feel really fresh and natural. So I have no idea truly what this question is going to be. So this comes from Steve. I think Steve has the hots for you. Steve out of North Carolina. And Steve okay. asks, Megan, I've seen, <laughs> Megan, I've seen you on YouTube and you look good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, re- Steve. <laughs> you're in really great shape. What is your uh, What does your typical daily diet consist of? Oh, all right. Well, thank you, uh, Steve, for seeing our YouTube channel. And just so you guys know, it's not like I'm just randomly floating around YouTube. We are. The Alternative <laughs> Daily does have a YouTube channel, although my reel is up on YouTube as well. But the Alternative That's Daily real. does have a, um, a YouTube channel if you guys want to ever see some cool videos that we've shot. So a typical diet for me is I like to eat really, really clean or I try to. Again, I've talked about on the podcast before that I do allow myself to you know, have a cheat meal or even a cheat day every now and then. I'm certainly not perfect, but a day like, let's just say a day like today or a day like yesterday. A typical day for me is I always wake up and I have hot water with lemon. And recently I posted this on Instagram about a week and a half ago. I got this really cool superfoods like organic green powder when I was at Costco. And even though I eat a lot of fruits and veggies and multivitamins and all that, I still like to get as many in my system as possible. So I'll do a scoop of like a superfood powder in my hot water with lemon and I drink that within 10 minutes of waking up. And then I typically on a normal day, I will have a, um, I like a sprouted grain uh, toasted English muffin. I'll put half an avocado on that with a little bit of red pepper flake and a little bit of pink sea salt. And depending on how much time I have in the morning, I might add just like one or two scrambled eggs to that. So I like wow. a pretty big breakfast. Yeah. I never used to eat breakfast in the past couple of years since I have to eat before I work out. Now I wake up, even if I don't work out first, I'm, I wake you'll up hungry. Eat before you, you'll have eggs before you work out? Yeah, I, I have to. The way I work out and stuff, I need that kind of food. But I won't um, work out then for like an hour and a half. I Got give myself it. like an hour, an yeah. hour and a half. So yeah, I'll have a sprouted grain English muffin with uh, half an avocado and an egg, perhaps maybe a hard boiled egg. And then for lunch, I usually, because I always like to cook dinner, I usually have whatever last night's leftovers were. So in the instance of today, that will be a piece of grilled mahi-mahi with uh, some salad on the side and I made some uh, roasted red potatoes. So I always have a piece of protein for lunch, either with um, quinoa or pasta, brown rice pasta or brown rice. I always like have a carb and a protein for my lunch because it's typically after I've worked out. Yep. And then 
I don't really snack that often throughout the day. I know people are always saying that you should eat every three hours. You should have a snack. If I do snack, um, I'll have a little bit of cottage cheese with some fruit or a piece of fruit, something like that. I don't really get hungry for a snack during the day. And then for dinner, again, um, tonight I'm going to make grilled chicken with um, sautéed kale and uh, some Israeli couscous. So that's what I'll have for dinner. So I really do eat a pretty big blend of protein and carbohydrates and fruits and veggies. Again, I'm not somebody that says, oh, I don't eat carbs after six. If I want pretzels or cookies or something tonight after dinner, Uh. I will allow myself that. (gasps) I also have, yeah, you know, like a glass of wine or two four or five nights a week. Oh, I thought you was a glass of wine or two, four or while five, I'm, <laughs> While I'm cooking and then the yeah. other half no, of the bottle. That's that. Like I, when I cook and stuff, when I grill out and... I love I, to I drink love while ha- I'm cooking. Yeah, I love to have a beer It makes me I'm feel like it. a grown-up. Have you seen that YouTube video <laughs> when the lady says, uh, and two shots of vodka and she's making something and she literally pours like half of it there in there. Is, the, is this... The, that's that funny girl that has a YouTube channel that has she like gets... It's called like Drunk Kitchen or something. There is a girl that is like blowing up. She has a YouTube channel. Is this channel. the older lady or... No, this is a girl. She's got like short... She's kind of like got a cool like sort of hipster look she has this youtube channel where she cooks but she gets totally hammered oh, while wow. cooking i mean it, listen no, she's getting really famous for doing yeah, that this, so good this for one her. was like a, i think it was like taken from like a, a cooking show oh like well there's that girl sandra lee that and, and on the was, food network yeah, that's always like, making cocktails she, and she just said like a, you know and add two shots of vodka and she literally was like pouring it in there like half of it and it's just it's just funny yeah i want to go to dinner at her house yes um well thank you for that and, yeah. and steve, thank you, steve. I, I hope you have a mental image now uh uh, and the last one is uh, for me, and it's um, Jake. What are some ways that you use apple cider vinegar every day? And that's from Janet in Montana. Janet, Montana. Um, I actually, I this is something I literally drink every single day. Um, I'll have uh, two tablespoons, and you don't even have to measure it. I just put a big splash mm-hmm. in a cup, and um, and, and with water, um, with the Berkey filtered water at night. And so I'll, I'll drink that before I go to bed. And that really just kind of, whether I had a big meal or not, it kind of actually just kind of helps, you know soothe my stomach people have been swearing by that for years and it. years and years I love it. and if, if i know that i'm gonna have a bad meal um, i'll drink it beforehand which really helps out um but then also one of my favorite favorite recipes is um is uh um uh, boiled shrimp is actually i love shrimp and so what i do is i put two cans of beer like a little bit of water um old, on the stove yeah on the, on the stove mm-hmm. you know bring it to a boil um i put some old bay seasoning in there and I actually put a big splash of apple cider vinegar that in there. And as delicious. David says, it actually helps, you know, it helps with the bones and kind of like the, the cal- you know, taking out the calcium, but also helps to bring the shrimp off of the, um, off of the shell. So it's easier to think, That's easier so to cool. peel. So you and use pre-peeled shrimp, like the shrimp hasn't been peeled yet. Yeah. I don't, I, oh, I hate using pre-peeled okay, shrimp. So okay. it's actually, you know what, I don't, you can get them with the head on, but you know, just stuff the shell on. Cause uh-huh. what actually happens is the water and all that goodness gets in between the shell and the meat. Oh, that sounds delicious. So it starts kind of like simmering in there, but you only have to like cook it. Like once it hits boiling, drop them in there and I don't have to cook it for like two minutes. That's awesome. That's awesome. I went to a crawfish boil the other night. Oh, you, sort of similar. You have to you bite, bite the, the head, head off. off. We twist the head off. Su- twist the head off. Suck, suck the, the head. Fuse. And yeah. then it was sort of, it was fun. Yeah, it's It cool. was really fun. I posted a photo of it on our Instagram account. It was really fun, but it was kind of scary too. You know, um, <laughs> growing up in Virginia, we always did, um, uh, we picked crabs. Uh-huh. I love um, blue crabs. And it's a whole experience. Like, it's not like you sit down like, oh, for 30 minutes, we're just going to sit here and eat and have a whole meal. No, it's, it's like, like a whole very day. interactive. You drink, you know, drink your cold beer, have your um, blue crabs, and oh, it's so good. Taking you back. Taking me back. <laughs> um, well, that's going to do it for us um, this week. You have your code on what to do for the Berkey filter. I'm not going to tell you what it is now because if you fast forwarded to the end, well, I'm not telling you. That's too late. It's too late. <laughs> um, so make sure that you, you get those submissions in. And we will announce the winner next week on our we podcast. We will. And, and Megan, where can they find us? You can find us online at thealternativedaily.com. We're going to post the podcasts there. The podcasts are also available on soundcloud.com. And of course, we are on iTunes. And again, we have been rated on iTunes. Please give us a rating on iTunes or leave a comment on soundcloud or alternativedaily.com. That is thealternativedaily.com. We're also on every single social media account you can think of. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. So please connect with us, follow us, let us know what you think of everything we really do love to talk to you guys awesome well thank you guys so much megan always a pleasure always a pleasure jake i can't even say that with a straight face (laughs) i guess it's not a pleasure as soon as we get off this she kind of like slams the microphone and and i just run out of here walk out yeah i'm like i'm done no Uh, that's not how it is at all well everybody have a great week and we'll catch up with you next week bye guys bye